Welcome to the Stop Animatics Podcast with your hosts, Donnie and Rob. We're here to help you thrive in a world of big data and complex analytics. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stop Animethics podcast. We're glad you're with us today. A couple of quick notes. Uh, number one, uh, we're continuing our conversation about perception versus reality, and I'm actually just sharing a set of good news stories. I think a thing, set of things that are happening in our country uh, that most people might not be aware of or that people aren't focused on on a regular basis, and just kind of talking through some of those things. And on today's episode, we're going to I talk a little bit about what's going on with uh, cancer in the United States. And, um, you know, as as much as a cancer is still a, a big problem and one of the leading causes of death, um, it's another situation where there is lurking in there uh, a little bit of a good news story. So we'll, we'll talk through that. Um, the other note I just wanted to sort of add is that uh, Rob will not be here today. He'll be joining us again uh, next week. And so we, we wish him a good week off and look forward to talking to him again. So it'll be just me, and uh, I'll talk a little bit about what's actually going on with cancer in the United States. All right, so let's start the conversation uh, with a couple of uh, different things. So the, the, the first thing that I think we have to talk about is that uh, all cancers are not created equal. When we talk about What's going on with cancer in the United States? Um, you know, there are lots of different kinds of cancers that have, uh, you know, different levels of prevalence. They have different kinds of treatments. They have different potential causes. And so um, it's hard to make sort of broad generalizations about cancer, but uh, we are going to start at a high level and talk about some of what's going on uh, with cancer in general. So that is uh, number one. Um, number two is um, the thing you have to think about when you think about cancer rates is, uh, as people live longer, there is a relationship between age and probability of developing cancer. And so whenever we talk about these numbers, we have to talk about them adjusted for age. So if you look at people of the same age now versus historically, what is the probability of someone either uh, you know, developing cancer um, or actually uh, in the end dying from cancer? And so when we talk about these numbers, uh, just keep those two things in mind. When we talk about these high-level numbers, you have to take it with a little bit of grain of salt because underneath there, there are different trends uh, depending on which kind of cancer you're talking about. And number two, we're going to talk about rates of cancer, uh, and those rates of cancer are per person, and they're normalized for age. And that is really the only way to do a fair comparison um, when you look over time. But with those two things said – I think the fascinating thing is, is if I think about my own perception of what's going on with cancer in the United States, I just I know so many people who have been diagnosed with cancer. Um, I know several uh, folks, unfortunately, that we have lost way too early to cancer. Um, but I also know a lot of people who have uh, been diagnosed and um, are still, you know, living complete and full and and, and good lives right now. And so um, my sense is is that uh, you know I would feel like if someone were to ask me without looking at the data, that it appears or sort of feels like there's just more cancer uh, in the United States. But, uh, you know, I have to temper that with the fact that I'm getting older. 
Um, I've been around longer. Uh, my friends and the, the people that I worked with over time or went to school with are all getting older. And so, again, those probabilities uh, just go up. In addition, we, we have social media and, uh, you know, there's there's a bunch of different ways that we get news about people who historically, as people moved around, we may have lost contact with. But now um, when something happens in their lives, it's a big event. Generally, we will uh, actually hear about it. So, you know, if someone were to ask me without looking at the numbers what's going on, I would have probably said, I think and I feel like that the rate must be increasing. Um, but I do recognize that could partially be a, just sort of a change in, in the stage of life that I'm in and and the sort of sample set of people that I have now versus the sample set of people that I used to have when they were, uh, you know, much younger and we were, uh, you know, running around um, trying not to cause trouble. So um, that would be my perception. Now, the reality is, and I think this is where the good news story comes in again, is the reality is that if you look over the past 20 years um, – the cancer death rate has gone down by about 27%. And so uh, the probability age adjusted of someone dying from cancer has gone down by about 27% over the past 20 years. And that's an incredibly good news story, right? That is, um, you know, your probability of dying from cancer adjusted for age is down by a quarter. And, you know, nobody talks about this. Nobody really um, focuses on this as another good news story. And again, it's because there's so many different things um, that go into this number and what is actually going on with this number. And so, you know, it's hard for any one group or any one person to stand up and say, hey, we've made great progress as a country and as a society um, when there's so many individuals who are contributing so much of their time and effort to very specific pieces of that. So the really good news story is, is that cancer deaths in the United States have actually gone down over the past 20 years. Now, um, we need to differentiate cancer death rates from cancer occurrence rates. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky. And, and sometimes you have to think through these numbers. So you can only log something as a cancer occurrence when someone has been diagnosed uh, with cancer. So uh, you know, people, if they've lived for a long time and, you know, had a cancerous tumor and just didn't know it was there, um, it's only when it gets diagnosed as, as to when um, someone is going to recognize they have cancer. And so when you look at the incidence of cancer over time, it's interesting that um, for men, it's it's been relatively stable for the last little bit. Uh, and for women, it's maybe ticked up just a little bit. And so um, there's two things that could imply. Number one, it could imply that for men, the, the rates are, you know, about what they were before. Uh, and for women, I mean, they ticked up just a little bit. When I say a little bit, I mean a very little bit. Or it could mean that, um, you know, incidents may have even gone down, but our ability to detect and screen for those things has gone up. And that's where it gets really difficult um, to actually look at what's going on. And, and, you know, part of the reason that people, when they talk about, you know, progress against cancer is they talk about uh, fatality rates or death rates is because um, not only is that sort of the outcome we're most trying to avoid, um, but it also is probably more indicative of how the entire process is working because in that early incidence rate, it is really hard to sort of disentangle you know, what is uh, cancer that was there but wasn't detected versus what is cancer that, you know, is there and is now being detected because of new technologies and, you know, new screening processes. So, um, but all in all, still a good news story, right? A good news story that uh, for the most part, it's relatively stable for females, maybe increasing just a little bit. But in general, there have actually been um, not big increases in cancer rates and very significant decreases 
in cancer deaths. Now, that is the aggregate story um, of what's going on with cancer in the United States. And it's actually interesting. There's a a group, um, a bunch of the, the agencies that are concerned with the health in the United States. Every year they uh, do a status report um, and they present it to uh, folks in Congress and other places just talking about uh, what's going on in terms of, uh, you know, the, the progress against fighting cancer in the United States. And so um, there is this sort of aggregate report that gets created on a regular basis. And um, I'll put some uh, some links to it in the show notes and uh, feel free to reach out and, you know, read some of the, the various points there. Um, but again, um, people don't talk about this a lot. You know, it's the overall aggregate rate of uh, death from cancer has been going down, been going down year over year, and it's gone down about 27% over the past 20 years, which is just an amazing, again, story in terms of uh, what is going on with cancer in the United States. So again, uh, another good news story. We're, we are going to change this uh, podcast to the Sunshine Podcast. And, uh, you know, we want to continue to bring what the reality is when it's good. And, you know, as we go further in this perception versus reality conversation, we'll talk about some things that are probably trending in directions that uh, people don't fully realize But um, and, and are negative. But for right now, this is another good news story. We are seeing significant decreases in the death rates of cancer in the United States over the past 20 years. Now, um, underneath that, there's a couple of different stories. There are certainly um, different trends depending on the specific kind of cancer that you're actually talking about. And so um, the reason that is true is probably because of the things that are uh, changing in the in the way that we, um, you know, what's acceptable and what we do in the United States uh, and other areas of life. So to explore that, we'll take a quick break and when we come back, we'll dive a little bit deeper into underneath that what is really going on in terms of individual types of cancer and what might be some of the drivers of the changes that we're actually seeing. So we uh, talked about the overall trend of cancer in the United States, and there are two interesting things. One, the incident rate is relatively stable with potentially men going down a little bit and uh, women going up a little bit in terms of your probability of actually developing cancer um, when adjusted for age but that we've seen significant decreases in the fatality or death rate associated with uh, cancer over the past couple of decades. And, you know, again, it's an amazing story, but in aggregate, because there are so many different kinds of cancer with so many different kinds of causes and there's so many things that can influence it, it doesn't give us the whole story. And there are uh, several other things that are sort of playing into the story. I mean, there's the overall good news story of death rate going down, but the question is why? And uh, it actually depends on um, what kinds of cancers you're actually talking about. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about this before, but when you think about analytics and you think about causality, um, one of the things that we have to realize is that uh, causality is, is a tricky thing. Like even how you define causality is a tricky thing. So if you take smoking, for instance, um, does smoking cause cancer? Well, you know, there's one, one way to think about this, which is it's necessary. So if you have cancer you must have smoke. The only way you could get cancer is if you were smoke, a smoker uh, at some point in your life. And that's that's not true. So from a necessity perspective, it is uh, is not there. From a sufficiency perspective, so, you know, there could be other ways of getting cancer, but if you smoke, you will get cancer um, could be another way to think about it. And that's certainly not true. There are people who have smoked their entire lives who didn't develop cancer. Um, and so uh, when we think about causality, we have to think about, um, you know, what it does in terms of 
the probability that someone is going to develop cancer. And so certainly those who smoke have a higher probability of developing certain kinds of cancers. And so when we think about like what's going on with uh, both the fatality rate as well as the incidence rate, we have to think about some of the macro trends going on in the United States. And one of the very positive ones from a health perspective is that smoking is way down. Um, so smoking is down by, I think it's around two thirds over the past several decades. Um, and so many fewer people are smoking now than there were in the nineties and the eighties or um, in the seventies. And so all of the cancers that are associated with smoking, um, all the cancers for which there is a higher probability that you get that cancer based on smoking, um, you're seeing decreases in those. So particularly like lung cancer. So uh, the family of cancers associated with the lung, the incidence rate has actually been going down over the past couple of decades. And the fatality rate associated with that has also been going down. And so, um, the you know, there are other cancers associated with smoking. And generally what you see is there's sort of a vector of reduction. Because in the United States we're smoking less, you should see and you do see that the cancers that are associated with smoking um, the incidence rate um, and certainly the death rate associated with those has uh, been going down. Now, on the other side, uh, we do have increases in obesity, and there are certain kinds of cancers that are associated with obesity. And so you do see uh, that some of those, like pancreatic cancer, um, potentially even liver cancer, that those have gone up some in terms of incidence rate and um, potentially even gone up in terms of uh, fatality rate associated with those things. And so um, we have smoking, which is moving a good direction, obesity, which has been increasing in the United States. And then we also have this uh, strange phenomenon of what's considered, um, you know, positive from a sort of uh, way we look perspective, that people want to have tans and they want to, you know, be out in the sun. And uh, because socially that has become a mark of, you know, positive um, position in life, um, what we've seen over time is that people have gotten all the sun exposure. And partially it's because people are wearing fewer clothes, people are spending more time outside, it's considered a positive thing. Um, all those things, we do see things like melanoma has gone up significantly in terms of incidence rate, although melanoma is one of those things which is uh, also a big success story because even though the incidence rate has gone up, the death rate has gone way down. And so um, we are seeing more people develop melanoma, but because of uh, some other reasons we'll talk about in a few minutes, you're actually seeing that um, the death rate associated with that going down. So um, all that to say, in aggregate, we are seeing decreases in the death rate. Um, we are seeing incident rates that are fairly stable, but that is a result of, you know, sort of vectors moving in different directions when you look at the data at one level deeper. Um, you do have some cancers associated with smoking, which are going down. Um, and you do have other cancers associated with things like obesity or sun exposure, which have uh, been going up. And, you know, one strange one is actually liver cancer. Liver cancer uh, incidence rates and death rates have been increasing uh, pretty steadily and significantly over the past, uh, you know, five to ten years particularly. And uh, there's a bunch of questions as to why that is and, you know, some theories around hepatitis, um, alcohol consumption may be a part of it. Obesity may be a part of it. Um, but certainly there are some cancers which are on the rise. Um, but overall, we're seeing those rates um, go down in terms of death rates. And also incidence rates among men have gone down slightly and amongst women maybe increased, but ever so slightly over the, the past several years. And so um, those aggregate trends certainly are, um, you know, moving different kinds of cancers in different directions. The other thing that is uh, happening is uh, sort of twofold in the medical profession. Number one is screening has gotten much better. And so 
When you look at the melanoma, for example, there is more of it, um, but it is generally being caught earlier. And so uh, they're able to remove it. If melanoma is in your skin, generally it can be removed um, depending on how aggressive it is and, and how far it's progressed. It can just generally be removed. And, um, you know, that's that. But if it progresses, if it spreads in your body, um, then it becomes a much more um, serious endeavor. And so, you know, catching it early is uh, the key to most cancer. And so screening has certainly got better. And, you know, that is part of it in terms of uh, melanoma. On the other side of that, um, you have in the medical profession just major advances in terms of treatment. And melanoma specifically is one where uh, there's a series of treatments that have dramatically reduced or depending on which way you think about it, have increased the probability of survival or decreased the probability of death, whichever uh, way you want to think about it. And so, you know, there have been major medical advancements both in screening uh, as well as in terms of treatment. And so those are also working um, inside of these numbers. So uh, big aggregate trends in the United States removing different kinds of cancers in different directions, those associated with smoking going down, those associated with uh, obesity going up, those associated with sun exposure going up. Um, an aggregate that means overall that we're seeing um, incidence rates that are relatively stable uh, and that we're seeing uh, fatality rates that are going down, both probably because of some of those trends, but also because of advances in terms of screening as well as advances in terms of uh, treatment. So all that adds up to generally a good news story, but certainly there are um, little pieces of this like liver cancer, which are concerning. Um, there are other trends uh, around esophageal cancer and um, some of these other things, which um, you know certainly bear um, watching. But as a general story, it is another one of these good news stories where I think our perception, as we see more people, as we grow older, as we're exposed to our friends in these social networks uh, who come in contact with cancer, then um, our perception is that it's actually getting worse. When in reality. Um, it is, uh, you know, probably about the same in terms of incidence rates and uh, the probability of surviving has actually gone up dramatically over the past uh, 20 years. So yet again, another good news story. When you dig into the data, you start to see overall that cancer fatalities in the United States, the rate of once adjusted for age of, uh, you know, people dying from cancer has uh, decreased by about 27% over the past 20 years. And that is an incredible news story. Uh, it is partially the work of these aggregate trends, people who have been working against smoking, uh, people who have chose to stop smoking, um, people who are uh, out there, you know, making better screening methods, people who are um, creating programs to get more people screened, uh, situations where uh, doctors and medical professionals have come up with other treatments. All these things have been working together. And ultimately, again, at an aggregate level, if you dig into the data, what you'll find is that we've made really good movement um, over the course of the past 20 years in terms of uh, increasing the lifespan and reducing the m mortality rate associated uh, with various kinds of cancer. Though, as always, when you think about these numbers at an aggregate level, they're very good and we want them to get better. There's definitely a, a move to continue to focus on cancer and how to uh, continue to eliminate its uh, its incidence rate, but also reduce its mortality. But when you look at this at an aggregate level, um, you have to break it down a little bit to see what's going on underneath there. And again, you know, good news stories in terms of smoking, uh, bad news stories in terms of obesity rates in the United States, and then bad news in terms of sun exposure. And so the question is, what do we do with all this? Well, 
Um, three things I think, and I hope that you all take away with it is number one, um, eat healthy. It uh, doesn't matter what size you are or how you're built or any of that kind of stuff. Just choose uh, to make healthy choices in terms of diet. I know that for me is something that I am horrible at, um, but something as uh, we've started doing this podcast, I feel recommitted to focus on and making sure that I am you know, putting things in my body which are going to create, hopefully, what are the best evidence-based outcomes. Uh, number two is to wear sunscreen. Um, you know, I, this last year, got diagnosed with melanoma. Fortunately, it was caught very early, and uh, for the most part, um, if things go according to plan, it shouldn't be a big issue in my life. But um, when I was a kid, I grew up uh, around a farm. I grew up outside. I grew up playing outside, and uh, I have uh, fair skin, red hair, blue eyes, and, uh, you know, it uh, It was a situation where I went swimming on a regular basis. I played outside. I got a lot of sunburns, and those sunburns we didn't realize were related to skin cancer later in life, and so... Um, not only have, have I had uh, melanoma, but uh, I've just had other forms of skin cancer. And basically every three months have to go and, you know, get something dug out from somewhere. So wear sunscreen, right? The One of the best pieces of advice is don't seek sun exposure. Uh, try to guard your skin. Try to, uh, you know, make sure that you're not getting sunburns. Uh, and you'll find over the course of your life that that will greatly reduce the probability you have to deal with skin cancer uh, of any kind. And then lastly, you know, don't smoke. And, uh, you know, I throw in there as well, uh, you watch out in terms of alcohol consumption and, you know, the kinds of things you put in your body uh, that may have some of those negative long-term effects as well. And, you know, the challenge is, is when we're kids, when we're young, um, we feel invincible. We, we think that all of life is in front of us and we just don't really, in our decision-making process, factor in the long-term effect of a lot of these things on our body or on our health, on our well-being um, but the reality is the investments we make all along ultimately will accumulate and, uh, you know, will increase or decrease. And we, we can't control it all. We can't control whether someone actually gets cancer. Uh, but we can certainly try to do the things in our lives that are going to help reduce the probability uh, that we do develop uh, those different kinds of cancers. So, again, a good news story, um, a story that when you dig into the data has some very practical implications in terms of how we live our lives. Um, and, uh, you know, it's something, again, I think we should celebrate as a country that we have really uh, moved the needle on this, that we have really uh, done a good job of reducing uh, the fatality rate associated with cancer. And my hope is that we continue to do this going forward, uh, that we're committed to it as a country. We continue to focus on it. It is one of the leading causes of death in the United States, right behind uh, heart disease. And so uh, the more we can focus on this, the more we can do to reduce the incidence, but also to just create more effective screening and treatments. And the more we can, as a society, choose to do the things that reduce those rates, uh, the better off that we will all be. So uh, we thank you again for tuning in. Um, Rob should be back with us next time. And uh, until then, we hope you stay happy and healthy. And as always, uh, you can reach out to us at animythics at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to touch base with us if you have any feedback or thoughts or uh, just a topic you want us to talk about or anything you'd like for us to cover. And uh, we really appreciate it and look forward to hearing from you soon. Hope you have a great week. It's like food for your ears.